Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And today we are joined by a longtime friend of mine, Harry Feegan. Harry, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. So, you know, you've played baseball here throughout high school. Um, you're going to go on and play at a JUCO, but I'm going to take you back to the start. When did you first start playing baseball? So I started playing baseball for the Mechanicsburg Little League when I was like, I want to say like five or six years old. And then I eventually moved to Upper Allen Township when I was like eight or nine. And I've just been playing every year since travel, just rec leagues, leagues and then um, teener ball. And then I on to high school after that. What made you first pick up a baseball and a glove and a bat at that young age? Well, I didn't, I wasn't really big into it at the start, but my dad really got me into it and, and he kept me going through it. I used to play soccer, so that was kind of like my second sport at the time, but it kind of like then on became my main sport over the years. I got a lot better, so yeah. So besides soccer and baseball growing up, did you play any other sports? Uh, in middle school, I did play basketball in a few years before, but I don't know. I really wasn't the best on the team, and I, I kind of was busy with baseball in the offseason, so I didn't really have much time to keep playing basketball. So I, I quit after um, eighth grade, and then I played soccer for my freshman and sophomore year, and same thing pretty much. I was just playing baseball in the offseason. So I decided to just pick one, and baseball was it. Obviously, it hurt everybody when, you know, they missed last spring uh, spring sports season. But, you know, being a junior at the time, that's your recruiting process. That's the big year for recruitment. How did you bounce back from missing your junior season? Yeah, so junior year, kind of, it did kind of suck whenever we got canceled. We were about to go on our trip, and – all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, no more baseball this year. So it kind of hit hard. But um, after after that season, I didn't get to play travel ball either because I kind of fell into an injury, kind of not. I was a few months off and then another bounce back in the fall. But, yeah, I think it was a struggle for everyone. And not being able to go to the facility was – it, it kind of totaled up with the things that weren't going right. But after that, I worked my ass off in the off season, and, you know, I keep – Came back senior year and I had a good time. All right, so this is kind of a two-part question. So where are you going to college, and then why did you go, choose to go there? Yeah, so I'm going to – it's called Community College of Baltimore County in Essex. There's a few different places in Baltimore that they have uh, campuses, but it was either between this school and another junior college down in South Carolina. And after driving down there and visiting, it was kind of a far one, eight and a half hours. So – it's just a lot closer to home, and I really connected with the coaches, and I'm already, I got some nice roommates now, and I'm excited. All right now, school wise, um, you know, obviously when you go to a community college, go to a JUCO, you're kind of banging out your gen ed classes. Is there any specific end goal when it comes to education with what you maybe want to major in, what you want to do after college? Yeah, definitely. So. I'm pretty much just going to be studying general studies in at the school I'm at right now because there's a wide range of different classes that I can take to count as credits. So that's pretty much the plan there. But after I graduate from this school, hopefully I'll have an associate's degree. That's the plan. And then I want to go into like finance. 
I was, I was kind of split between finance or marketing, but over the years, over the past year, pretty much, I've been real big into like investing and stuff. And I think finance suits my um, personality and like what I take interest in most. So I think, I think I'll enjoy that the most. Right. Now you mentioned before that, you know, throughout all the different things you've been able to play with baseball, you played travel ball. I remember that one year, you know, you were going down South playing in like Florida, Georgia, what was that like being able to travel to, you know, the South where baseball's, you know, huge down there? And how did that affect your, uh, your game? Yeah, that was, um, that was the summer after my sophomore year. So I played for FTB, which is um, short for Florida Travel Baseball. That was the only year I played travel ball in high school. Uh, we went down South probably a handful of times, five or six different times. And I mean, it was great meeting a bunch of different guys that, from all different places and we all kind of like got along well went to hotels um the competition was definitely higher than high school though we saw a lot of uh, good arms and I threw I started pretty much once or twice a tournament and I think it in the end it just kind of like strengthened my game a little bit in the sense of being comfortable on the mound and seeing a lot of different batters and different level of play so I think I just grew from that stance so on an average day what does training look like for you yeah um I belong to a facility and it's like right over near Camp Hill it's called Full Reps Training Center uh there's a few other guys I think you've interviewed that go there Tommy Molsky is one of them but uh it's a great atmosphere um they got all the things you could think of that have to do with throwing and so three days a week, we do throwing drills. So Monday, Tuesday, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then two other days, we lift in the um, weight room with a uh, trainer that leads us through those workouts. Okay. Um, before the game, you know, if you're starting on the mound, what are some pregame routines that you have for yourself? Yeah, so you don't want to start too early as a pitcher or I don't at least. So I'll probably wait until we're about 45 minutes out from game time and I'll start with a dynamic warm up. So just like getting my heart pumping, running around, um, doing like stretches, dynamic stretches. And then after that, I'll jump into like a static stretch rotation where I'll stretch my arms out and my back and stuff. And then after that, I'll do, bands so I'll do like six different variation of bands and then I'll move on to plyo balls which are um, weighted balls that you do probably like 30 throws before you go on to a baseball and then I'll just go long toss for a little bit and then after long toss I'll have like 15 10 minutes left I'll hit the bullpen and then right out of the bullpen I'll be ready to go in the game and that's how I like to do it so I'm nice and warmed up when I get out there. All right, now I'm, I'm adding this little uh, question on, and we're going to do it for the rest of our interviews. I was kind of inspired by the Olympics. They took all of the medalists, and they put one song on a Spotify playlist. So for a pregame playlist, if you had one go-to song to put on, what song are you putting on? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a song called Really Got It by, um, I think it's by Jeru or something like that, but that song's just been a big part like me and my friends goes way back and in, in middle school and stuff just listen to that and it's a real good hype up song so I'd say probably that one pre-game that'd right. probably be my go-to yeah 
So how do you deal with the pressure of being a pitcher? You know, all eyes are on you most of the time. So how do you deal with that pressure? So for me, I'd say there's only a little bit of pressure before the game starts. So like before I've gone out there yet, kind of like first inning butterflies. But after the first inning, I kind of just get in my zone and I just I'd rather be out on the field than in on the bench. That's that's just how it goes after that. I want to get the game done and keep striking people out. Now, say for whatever reason, you know, maybe you're down 3-0 in the count. How do you how do you, you know, get off that pressure and maybe turn it back around and strike the guy out three straight strikes? Yeah, if I ever get uh, behind in the count, I just like to honestly, I just like to put it over the plate to see it. it doesn't really matter. You're not trying to get him to miss it. Just trying to get strikes, try to battle back. So I'll pretty much just go fastball right down the plate. I got fielders behind me if, if he does end up hitting it. But yeah, at that point, I just like to get it over the plate. Nothing fancy. All right. And then, you know, Mechanicsburg made it to the playoffs here in your senior season. Um, actually almost upset the one seed, I believe, in the first round. But what was that experience like getting to, you know, end your high school career in the playoffs? Definitely good. Uh, we had a rough start to the season. We weren't winning many games. We had um, a few rough starts from me and, and Josh. We, we just weren't pitching the best. But after about, let's say, eight games, we kind of got our stuff and got comfortable with each other and yeah, we had a big game against Northern that we won. That got us really hyped for the playoffs. And then we almost beat Cumberland Valley. But whenever we played Mannheim Central, it was like we were sticking with them. Definitely didn't look like we were the last seed compared to the one seed. Now, I will ask this because you mentioned, you know, the big game with Northern. And you said, you know, Tommy, um, you know, I feel like it's every sport. But, especially, you know, this year I saw it with baseball, that big Mechanicsburg, Northern, small school right next to each other rivalry. Can you explain what that means to you? You know, just having a small school right next door that you, you know, beat and bang on with each other whenever it comes to game time. Yeah, so there was definitely some hype up for that game. We were talking about it with obviously some of the Northern kids and conversating with Tommy and stuff. But Tommy didn't end up throwing that game. We got we had a lot of good at-bats, and we were just really energized the entire game. Cam Neville had a great start. And pretty much, I think he threw a complete game. So, yeah, that just really helped us out there and got us really hyped up for the playoffs. Yeah, so what would you say has been your favorite um, baseball memory so far? Um, I think my sophomore year when I uh, played up that year on varsity, um, we went on the first baseball trip in a few years, and I had a great time down there. We went um, down to North Carolina and stayed in a hotel and went and practiced on the U.S. baseball facility, and that, that was just a really fun time, and it got us uh, it got us to connect really well at the beginning of the season, and that's why we had a good year that year, I think. All right, so kind of a, putting you in a situation here. Say you've got maybe a perfect game on the line, a no hitter. It's, you know, two strikes left in the count, two outs. You need one last pitch. What are you going to? Are you going fastball down the middle, off speed? How are you completing that perfect game? So if I'm like, if I'm up in the count, you mean like I got two strikes? Yeah. Okay. Um, You know, honestly, a lot of people would probably say curveball mixed them up a little bit, but whenever I'm up in the count and I know I got 
I got some pitches left. I honestly like to use the uh, high fastball, just try to get it on his hands quick and and he'll miss it or, or pop up, something like that. That's always a go-to of mine because it mixes them up. Sometimes they're expecting a off-speed or something. So, yeah, I'd say high fastball in that scenario. Uh, what are some goals you have for yourself, not only in college, but maybe down the line? Um, so, like I said, I, I want to finance or major in financing. So, other than baseball goals, um, I just want to – be able to graduate with a degree and and find a job that I'm happy at and want to go to every day. That's the biggest thing is just waking up every day and saying, yeah, I want to go go to work and basically just enjoy life at that point. Now, stepping away from baseball and sports here, I know you are big into shoes. You know, I know you've been reselling shoes a bunch. You know, you probably call yourself a sneakerhead. Talk to me a little bit about that. What are some of your favorite shoes? Why do you like reselling them and all that? Yeah, so um, I resold shoes. Um, it it kind of started like at the beginning of the pandemic. I I just was trying to find ways to make money, and there's a big shoe market. You could get a bunch of releases and, and resell your shoes and stuff. So I kind of cooled off recently, but for about a year, I just bought and resold shoes as uh that was basically my only stream of income the only job I had and started a sneaker account with my buddy on Instagram and we would just buy and sell shoes and I wouldn't say I'm a big sneakerhead like personally like just buying for myself I do like sneakers like Jordans and and Yeezys and stuff but it was really just a cool way to make money and, and kind of like grow my own business get some get some skin in the game. You know what I mean? Where I can just kind of like understand how business works and and marketing and stuff like that. Um, so outside of baseball, what are some hobbies or just things you like to do for fun? Yeah. Um, well recently I've gotten big into fishing. Um, me and my dad go out on the Creek and we trout fish and I'll go places and bass fish. But other than that, I mean, just hanging out with friends, um, you know, just chilling, playing sports with friends, not super competitive. I was actually just golfing earlier. So, yeah, just things like that, getting outside, going on hikes, basically. All right. Do you have any, um, you know, pro sports teams, whether it's the NFL, MLB, that you like to follow, any players that you like to follow? Yeah. Well, I've never been a huge, like, uh, watching professional sports guy I like college baseball that's one of my favorite things to watch just it's so competitive and it's kind of at the same level of age I am right now so that's probably the why I connect with it so much but I'd say the MLB is the professional sport I watch the most and this year um since my brother's going to the University of Pittsburgh we've kind of gotten in into the Pirates they're not doing so well but it's just fun to watch them and and uh pretty much just focus on one team and see how they do throughout the season. So, yeah, I'd say the Pirates is what I've been watching the most recently. Now, for college baseball, you have a favorite, you know, Division One team that you like to pull for? Um, Not really. At that point, it's not really about um team for me. It's more about just seeing different players and style of play. I love watching college pitchers with all their different – mechanics and and speeds and and how they throw their attitudes on the mound that so I I, I 
normally tend to focus towards like individual players and stuff like that. All right, last question here. Uh, what would be one piece of advice you would give to maybe some younger kids trying to get to the level of like college ball that you're at? Yeah, so I'd say just try to get into your head early, like freshman, sophomore, really sophomore year, really set a goal for yourself. Say, say like I want to, I'm gonna play at the next level, so I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Um, getting a good program, whether it be talking to your high school coach or or a uh, travel guy or some some other guy that lives around you that does baseball training something like that getting an arm care program there's so many things you can do there's youtube videos that you can watch to help you but yeah just just start getting or start getting moving early on on everything and be prepared be prepared also um with talking to coaches um just relax and a lot of times you don't want to talk to coaches too early because you want them to see your uh, your best stuff so sometimes holding off on recruitment process is good because you can uh, show your first impression will be a lot better than if you were to start too early All right well like Ethan said Harry that was the last question we had for you so once again man I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day today and you know sitting down on the podcast with us yeah definitely it was fun uh, talking to you guys thanks for having me yeah, of course, man. Obviously, you know, going into college here, good luck with all of that. I'll make sure to, you know, keep an eye on you, see how you're doing with the season. For sure. Thanks, man. Of course. Ethan, you want to hit us with the outro? Yes. So for Double Up Sports, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Miserak. And we are signing off.